0: hello and welcome back to the salem station podcast this is the show where we rank and review all of your favorite horror movies i'm your co-host robert my name is alex this is true and today we are reviewing the latest scream movie that we watched opening night thursday night first showing i guess not actually the first showing there was one at five o'clock but the one at five o'clock yes. was. Um... I think we actually watched the last showing. No, we no we we watched the first normal showing because we went in at seven, and that was like the oh, okay. first one. Um, but the one at five o'clock, uh, was the movie as well as a live Q and A, um, with some of the actors and, like, I guess the director and like the writer of the original movies.
1: Um, oh, we missed that.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that they streamed it or something. I don't know how how long that Damn. live Q and A was, but um. That was at five, and I don't think we would have, because we went to watch it with Enrique, and I I think he might have still been at work or whatnot. So I just made it at seven, just to be sure. Fair enough. I don't I don't know if we missed much. I I'm sure you can probably like look it up on YouTube. But we aside from that showing, we were the first showing to Watch Scream. I was very much anticipating my I my excitement for this movie was uh, very much through the roof. There hadn't been a Scream movie since like 2011. So this new one was... Uh, was well, compared t-
1: to other franchises.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes. This is the fifth one. So that's, that's I guess, a lot. It is. Um, but compared to like franchises that have like 12 or 13 installments, um, not much, not much. I guess we should give a spoiler-free review for those who haven't seen it yet because, I mean, this is a couple days after... Are you sure?
1: I mean, by the time this comes out... Okay,
0: maybe maybe we'll go right into spoilers, but um, just just to give your brief thoughts on it, uh, what did you think about the film? I thought it was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good.
1: I thought it was pretty good as well. Honestly, I mean, I, to be fair, I haven't seen many slasher movies, so this is my favorite slasher movie. Mm.
0: Yeah. But
1: I've only seen Scream one, two, and four. I haven't seen number three. Oh, Wait, yeah. I don't. I don't think I've seen number two. Have I?
0: Is that the, that's the one that takes place so- at a college?
1: Oh yeah. yeah, I saw bits and pieces of that one, yeah. but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. But I mean, it's it's my favorite. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the first is still my favorite because it's like the original. But
0: yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, th- yeah. Uh, this one's pretty good. I guess if I had to rank them, um, I never thought about ranking these. Uh, last place would be my would be the third one. I think that one sucks.
1: Oh really? The one I haven't watched?
0: Yeah. Uh... I think there's a reason I
1: haven't watched it.
0: Yeah, I think you just watch, like, the Dead Meat one on that one. That one's pretty stupid. Um, then I, uh, okay, well, first spot is definitely, so there's five of them. Last spot's the third one. First spot is the first one. Second spot is the second one. Then it's between movie four and five and between, like, third and fourth spot. I, don't, I haven't made up my mind as to which one's better between the fourth and the fifth one yet. But well, well, you saw the fourth one. Which one do you think is better? Oh, you said this is your favorite one. Yeah, this one over four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we could just go right into spoilers. Um, I'm glad only half of my predictions came true. Uh, I don't remember what most of my predictions were from last episode, but one of them was that one of the main three were gonna die, and I was like, I think Dewey's gonna be the one to bite the dust, and he was the one to die. I was like, no, Dewey. I also predicted that Dewey and Gale were gonna be uh. ...divorced, which was true. Okay, no, that was true. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a pretty fair one. And I'm glad that the thing that... One of the things that I got wrong, which I'm glad I got wrong... ...was that Randy's, like, niece and nephew were going to be the killers. I'm glad that was wrong. Because halfway through the movie, I was like, these kids are way too cool. Like, I want these kids to live. <laughs> yeah. Because well, usually when the killers are revealed, they die in that same movie... And I'm like, I don't want to see him die. And then once I saw them start to get stabbed, I was like, okay, at least they're not the killers. And then I was like, wait, no shit, they're getting stabbed. Wait, wait, no, no, don't kill him. I mean, the killer does get stabbed at some point. No, no, but like, you, like, you know how like they're still being chased around by Ghostface and Ghostface was stabbing them? I was like, okay, at least he's not Ghostface. He might make it out. And then I was like, wait, no, he's stabbing they're... him pretty badly. He's going to die. Um, yeah. <laughs> But they made it out. Randy's niece and nephew made it out, which I was like, yes. They were pulled out on stretchers giving each other the thumbs up. I thought they were pretty cool. I thought a lot of the cast was pretty cool. I actually ended up giving a shit about, like, the new characters. I thought, like, maybe I wouldn't. But I was like, no, they're all pretty cool. I like that the... Something I did not see coming was that the protagonist was the daughter of Billy
1: Loomis... Yeah, which is kind of weird if you think about it timeline wise, but I don't think you're supposed to.
0: I think I think it, uh, yeah, it might it might make sense. I haven't thought about it too hard, but I do like the fact that she is the daughter of Billy Loomis because she has like these like at the end you see her like Billy Loomis start to emerge like in her or whatever. Like she starts like stabbing the ghost face, and you're like, alrighty, alrighty, you you you've done your job, and then she keeps going at it like she's enjoying it, I guess. And I'm like, oh, shoot, oh, shoot, stop her, stop her, somebody stop her. Uh, One thing that the Scream franchise is known for is, uh, like, its commentary on, like, movies. So the first is, like, meta in terms of how it approaches, like, horror movies. And the second, um, like, comments on, like, uh, sequels. And the third comments on trilogies. The fourth comments on remakes. This one comments on uh, on like a trend that's pretty popular, I guess, right now in movies, certain movies, certain movie franchises. Um, and that's like the reboot sequel, which... Yeah, they... the
1: requel, they, they call it in the movie. They yeah. call it the <laughs> requel.
0: Yeah, so that's what this is. And what, one thing I like about Scream is the thing that they make fun of is the thing that they are doing. So like the second one is a sequel and they're commenting on sequels. The fourth one is commenting on remakes while still kind of remaking the first one this one is very much a requel while commenting on like the tropes of a requel so like one of the things yeah one of the things that they were mentioning was like how you get some of the original cast back from like the original movies to make this new reboot like i don't know you it it amps up it amps up the stakes i guess. They were mentioning a couple franchises and the two that stick out in my head were like Star Wars and Halloween and how Star Wars did that uh, with The Force Awakens by bringing back like, oh, Han Solo and, you know, all these old characters that were from the originals and Halloween does that too. They also mentioned how, uh, like in usually some of those films, like the protagonists or antagonists, like a bunch of the main cast are kind of like the offspring of the originals. So, like in Star Wars, you look at uh, Kylo Ren; he is the son of Han Solo and Leia. And then in the Halloween movies, you know, Laurie has like her daughter and granddaughter. So the majority of the the new cast in this Scream movie, they're all like the offspring of the of the like a lot of the Scream prior established. They're they're the offspring of a lot of established Scream characters from like the original movies. So I already mentioned, you know, like uh, Randy has his niece and nephew, and I like how they use the past lore of the screen movies to kind of help them do that. So in the fourth movie, you established remember that blonde officer chick who was like the deputy, but now she's the sheriff. Um, yeah, she's a holdover of the fourth one, and she has the son named Wes. Had oh uh, well, yes, <laughs> a son. Uh... had a son. Had a son. Uh, uh, Randy who you saw Randy's sister in Scream 3 they got the same actress to come back for like a split second to show the, the, the niece and nephew's uh, mother so that's that's Randy's family right there. As as I mentioned already uh, the main protagonist she is the daughter of Billy Loomis they have a character related to Stu somewhere it's very interesting and I was like enjoying it but while they are of course making fun of all that you know of this trend, uh, Ghostbusters is another one they mentioned. How you know they got like the original actors back, and then the offspring of like one of them is now the protagonist of this new movie. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't seen the new Ghostbusters, so, but yeah, that's a reboot, sequel or a requel. I like how they. I like had... that name. <laughs> the requel, <Funny> name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do, I do like how. How if you look at the Scream franchise, that kind of fits a lot of franchises' molds. Like, maybe they, like, miss an aspect or whatnot. Because, like, as I mentioned, you got the original, then the sequel, then the trilogy, then the remake, then the requel. And I was thinking about Ghostbusters. And I'm like, Ghostbusters kind of follows that, with the exception of the trilogy. Because you have the first Ghostbusters, then you have the sequel. You skip the trilogy one, but you go right to the remake. Like the one with the, the 2016 one that no one liked. And then they go from the remake to the requel. Oh, and I was like, that's pretty interesting. And then Halloween does the same where you got yeah. the original. All no, of they sequels. always test
1: the waters and then they see that shit doesn't work.
0: Yeah. But yeah, what are your thoughts on how they handled the requel? I thought, that, I thought it was pretty clever.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty clever. So yeah, I, I, mean, like... it... oh, wait, I mean, it was definitely a good movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely was. I like how meta. I like how meta got. I was thinking about the killers and their motives. Spoilers. Oh, I already we already mentioned spoilers. The killers are Richie and Amber. And I was like, which I'm
1: so happy I got Richie, but Amber came out at left field. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. You know what's so funny? I was. I remember you were telling me in the theater like, watch it be Richie, like it's the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And I was like. I, I could see that, but I secretly was like, I don't want it to be him, because this is like the first Scream it's movie. It's so cliche, yeah. This is also like the first Scream movie where the boyfriend isn't like, like suspicious Who he, as says fuck, he is, or like, or he's not like, he's actually supportive, like he seems supportive, I mean at the spoilers, he is the killer, but like, like he yeah. was like an interesting like, bouncing off, like. Like the dialogue and stuff he would have with the protagonist, like that's not something he saw with like Billy or any of the other love interests in the other movies. Like they were always like suspicious as fuck. But like he was funny, he was great. Um, and so when he was revealed as the killer, I was like, damn it, man, you could have made it out. Uh, you were pretty cool. But yeah, he was he was a great ghost face. But I was thinking about their motive, and I was like, like their, I was like their motive, like it's pretty weak. I first, it is. It's pretty weak. Because, like, they're... I
1: think they were kind of going into that, like... I don't know how to, like... I the think... kind of, like, fan fiction culture, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, they were definitely... Especially with the line that he says at the end. It's like, oh, what's wrong with, like... How can a fan base be toxic? <laughs>
0: yeah. And it's funny because... So
1: like, they are definitely leaning into that, like, crazy fan... Yeah, crazy fan idea.
0: And it's funny because the two series that I keep thinking about when it comes to, like, this requel idea of Star Wars and Halloween, and those are probably, like, two of the most toxic fan bases I know. They really are. <laughs> um, because with Halloween, y- you say you like any timeline, and the Halloween fans will, like, crucify you for choosing the one especially, that they actually
1: the Especially, especially the, uh, the cult timeline. Oh, oh, oh people yeah. People crucify you for that one.
0: Oh, yeah. There's... <laughs> there are certain rules one must abide by if, he, in order to survive the Halloween fan base. Rule number one, you must always say that Halloween Resurrection is the worst Halloween movie regardless of it probably not being it, or whatever your thoughts are on that. You just gotta say it's the worst, I guess. Or they will devour your ass. Rule number two, back then, I guess, I don't know if it's, maybe it's still true today, but if People used to hate Halloween 3 because that one had the season of the. Like, there was no Michael Myers in that one or whatever. I think
1: that was a pretty good movie. It would, I like it. I like it. But
0: if yeah. you say, I think nowadays, I think people look back, people look past that now. So if you say that you hate it for Michael not being in there, you are frowned upon, which, yes, like, that's stupid for hating it if Michael's not in it. Like, you should judge it based off of it being an actual movie.
1: Um, yeah, because I mean, it's a good movie. It has everything. It has stakes. It has like s- suspense. It's a it's a good movie.
0: Yeah, I I like it a lot. Um, and yeah, rule number three: never ever state which timeline is your favorite, because people if yeah, you say just like asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah, that is honestly asking for trouble. I and mean, then same same goes with Star Wars. Like, you can't say which trilogy is your favorite. Like you can't say like, like the like oh I like the prequels because then the original trilogy and sequel fans will like jump your ass and you can't say you like the sequels or the prequel original trilogy fan base will jump your ass unless you're a fan of the originals then I think you're safe. But yeah, uh, oh, but their their um their motives. I was uh, I was like it's just fans. They were saying how stab eight because they want to recreate a new stab movie. And they're like stab eight, like sucked so much. Like we're trying to make, like actual murders, so they can establish or base off the new stab movie off of like an actual event or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, I can see it. I I mean, it's a flimsy excuse. But then I was thinking about it meta textually, and I was like, wait, no, no. Like this is actually pretty clever, because they represent this whole thing represents how the reason why franchises keep going is because the fan bases won't let them die. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like the fans are the reason why there are new installments in all of these franchises. No, yeah,
1: no, it definitely makes sense. Cause it's like, they just, they want it so bad. They want a new movie so bad.
0: Yeah. yeah but I think that's what the message is like, like, even if the series gets like incredibly awful, like they still want more and they'll do whatever it takes to get new st- installments or whatever. I-, I thought it was pretty clever and I was like, that's pretty smart metatextually. Like in, in universe though their excuses are whatever's, but like in the grand scheme of things, I think that's like a pretty cool pretty cool little meta motive, I guess. I do like all the horror Easter eggs because it is a screen movie, so there's a bunch of Yeah, there's mysteries. a lot. There's an Elm Street somewhere. And I was like, look, Elm Street. The I, I like Richie as the ghost face. I'm all over the place with my thoughts right now. Because I didn't like... I wrote down a couple things, but like... You ever written down everything? Uh, one thing that I was realizing about the movie is that I actually liked most of the characters. I think I said that already, but... Like...
1: Yeah, they're all pretty good. I didn't like Amber as much. I mean... The... Oh, yeah, yeah. She's the only let one. Me, let me preface this with... Every All the actors were incredible. All their acting was great. I never questioned, like... I didn't think about the acting, which means it's good acting. If you don't think about the acting, that means the acting in a movie is good. Yeah. So, I mean, there was never a moment where I was like, oh, that, you know, she's obviously, like, putting way too much into it or not enough. Mm -hmm. It it, it was... The acting in the movie was great. But, like, I feel like they didn't flesh out Amber's character enough.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that. Especially for her being the ghost face. I thought she would have ended up, like... Being one of the people killed when um, it was revealed that she was good, yeah. I was honestly expecting. I think you mentioned it too. The red-haired chick, what was her name? Liv. Yeah, I was like, oh, especially God, with her. the fake.
1: They do a couple fake outs with her. Oh yeah, I, like I think three.
0: Yeah, and I was, I was, I honestly like already accepting it. Like it's gonna be her. It's gonna be her. And then she, she got her brain, blo- her brains blown out. Yeah, and just rem- <laughs>
1: straight out. But
0: yeah, um, Amber is the only one that I feel like her character wasn't that fleshed out which is why i like richie more as the ghost face because like i don't know i felt like like oh yeah like sure like he was he's a cool character like
1: i can see him i don't know i guess i need knew... yeah. but i feel like that's what they were going for like one super fleshed out character like one that that's kind of obvious and then another one that's not so obvious
0: yeah yeah, I guess. I don't so. know,
1: that's what it kinda of felt like. Yeah. I, I'm proud of myself because <laughs> my first guess was right. I, I thought it was Amber and Richie. But yeah. then I changed my answer to Richie and the red-haired girl.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought I didn't get anything right. I thought it was the red-haired girl, and I was secretly telling myself it's not gonna be Richie. It's not gonna be Richie. And then he pulled his gun out on Sydney and I was like, damn it, <laughs> it is Richie. <laughs> yeah, that's see. But uh I do like like, aside from Amber being fleshed out, I think all the other characters were as fleshed out as they needed to be. Like, Randy's niece and nephew, I already mentioned them, but, like, they're fun. They're really fun. I like them. I didn't want them to die, and I'm glad they yeah, didn't no, die. Yeah, they're, they're good characters. I liked... The red-haired chick, you know, she wasn't given much, but what she was given was enough for me to be like, okay, I can buy her ghost face if she's Ghostface. Or if she dies now, that's fine, like... I think they did what they needed to do with her. They did it well. Uh Wes, with that they named after Wes Craven, who um they I think they did that only so at the end when they have the house party, they have the giant banners that say like for Wes cuz the whole thing is I,
1: like I also like how they made, made they made him experience like he was the most prepared.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah and I like that at the end of the film before they put like directed by or like you know whatever by or like screenplay by it was like for Wes Craven Wes Craven for those of you who don't know he's the guy who directed one of the only franchises prior to this new installment in that all the movies are directed by the same guy One, two, three, four were all directed by Wes Craven which is you don't see that often or at all except for like maybe Evil Dead not anymore with the remake but like Wes Craven, he brought, like, this this fun vibe to Scream. So that, that was the whole commemorating him, you know, by naming the character after him. Um, I didn't want Wes to die. I was like, Wes is pretty fun. I didn't want his mother but you to, knew die he had to die. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want his mother to die, the sheriff, because I was like, she's pretty
1: yeah, cool. she. T- it was a really brutal death.
0: Yeah, yeah. All, both their deaths were brutal, dude. Her death, getting stabbed in, like, like in broad daylight on her front porch, basically, on the steps going to her front porch. And then his was also brutal. The knife going through the,
1: the Yeah, neck. and it showed the entire thing. Apparently
0: yeah. that's practical, which
1: is like... Yeah, thoughts? it was definitely practical. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I have to say the practical effects of this one weren't the best. Yeah. Expected a little bit more. Like, you, you oh, can yeah, obviously yeah. tell, like, oh, that's, that's fake. Wow. Oh.
0: But, I, I I didn't pay attention much to it. I was enjoying myself too much. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it was good. Yeah, I mean it was still pretty good.
0: I know there's a chick behind us that every time like, like they would do like a little scene or whatever with some of the characters we already knew about, like, like, like like like, like they did for like nostalgia's sake. That like like anything that anytime the movie did something for nostalgia's sake, like there was a chick behind us who'd always go like, ah, like. Um, like when, uh, her name's, uh, Sheriff Judy Hicks, when she gets stabbed, she was like, "Oh, like, you're killing her off. She was pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, Wes- that was pretty sad. Her whole character in, like, movie four, I don't know if you remember, was that uh, she had, like, those lemon squares. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then on the fridge, when, you, when the sun closes the fridge door, on, on it, she has a little note that says, the lemon squares are in the fridge for you. And then the chick behind us is like, "Aw." <laughs> And then I was like... Yeah, you never got yeah. to
1: get those lemon squares. Yeah.
0: That one hit right in the feels. I was like, damn. Those lemon squares. So stupid, but like, I don't know. I was like, I kind of felt that one. When Dewey died, she was like, aw. And I was like, I get it, I get it. It's yeah. supposed to be sentimental. Stop it. <laughs> they do a lot of callbacks to the prior Scream movies. One of the ones that actually took me off guard, and I didn't I didn't notice it as a callback at all, it was... um. Like the visions that the protagonist, because she is the daughter of Billy Loomis, she'd every now and then have visions about like her father, like like as which like is a,
1: Billy Loomis, yeah. yeah. Who's a- also named after uh Loom Lu- Doctor Loomis. Oh yeah, right.
0: Probably. I don't. I, yeah. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but that would make. I sense. think. I think it
1: is. I think that's actually. I think that's uh, why he's named Loomis. Yeah, makes sense. I think Only- it's a callback. I mean, yeah. Scream's full of callbacks, so... Yeah, that is true.
0: When she had those apparitions at first, when she was in her car, and Billy Loomis was in the rearview mirror at first, I was like, what's going on? Like, I thought that was bizarre. At first, I thought that was bizarre. But then by the second time... Like, by the time it happened for a second time, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool? And then by the end of the film, I was like, why does this feel familiar? And it's because... Mm-hmm you don't ever have because scream is like somewhat rooted in our world right like because you know there's the horror fans and like screams like like the horror fans are meant to like relate to scream i guess i don't know like the horror movies that we watch exist in those universes even the scream movies themselves have a counterpart in that universe because they're the stab movies so like yeah where was i going with this oh So, like, they're somewhat rooted in reality, I guess. It's just killings, right? That's all it is. But in the third one, that one goes bizarre because Sydney in that one has, like, visions of her dead mom as, like, a ghost. And she's, like, wailing and shit. And it makes no sense because, like, Sydney has never done this. She's never had these before in the first two movies. And it's like, why is she having this now? And I realized that this was kind of a callback to that while utilizing it. But it made I don't know, I feel like it made more sense here. Cause they mention in this film, I think they mentioned it, or maybe it's alluded to that like Billy Loomis had like these psychotic tendencies or whatever. And so maybe I mean you kinda need it to do that. Yeah. And I, I guess it's implied that like she inherited them. So like she is like envisioning like her dead father everywhere, like like telling her like like he's like kind of like pushing her in like this direction to like maybe be a killer maybe i don't know but she sees him everywhere and at the end when she's fighting her for when she's fighting for her life against richie and you see billy loomis like just like pointing at like weapons to use against him like he's smiling and everything and like when she's stabbing richie to death and going at it, and she's going at it for like a whole minute, just stabbing him. And I like how Sydney's like horrified, like looking on, like Jesus Christ. i she's like glad she's on our side. Yeah, I <laughs> imagine Billy Lou is just smiling above, or not above. Sorry, below.
1: <laughs> smiling
0: above. Yeah, pretty sure he's uh, he's not there, but I'm sure he's like ah, that's that's my daughter. Um, I also like how it retroactively makes Billy look like a even more of a jackass in the first film. Cause that means he knocked some girl up while he was dating Sydney in the first film, <laughs> which like sure. uh, he's already an asshole, I guess. A eh, you know, but yeah, I, I did like that. She was the the protagonist was the daughter of the first antagonist. At first, I was like, that's bizarre. But then I was like, no, this this is cool. And I liked the new characters a lot. That I almost didn't need Sydney and Gale to return. Maybe that's a hot take, but I was like, with Dewey, I think that's fine. You have him aboard, I think that's fine. Maybe, you know, you show Sidney and Gale getting called. But, like, I, I don't know. I thought these new characters did stand out on their own. That they almost didn't need to be associated with the original cast. With the exception, I think, of Sheriff Hicks and Dewey. Oh, another thing that I just remember the 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 chick behind us would like, ah uh, was, um... Because, you know, he and Gale had split uh, Dewey when he was, like, in his little mobile home, I guess. And he would watch, he says that he wakes up every morning to catch Gale on TV. And every time he's watching him, he's, like, smiling. And the girl behind us was like, "Ah," And I was like, okay, yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> and then another moment that I remembered was um, when when they were saying, like, who's the killer? They were sitting around explaining, like, the rules of a requel and Dewey was, like, completely lost. He's like, I don't know what a recall is, okay? And they were, like, going over, like, who's the suspect? And Dewey's like, oh, it's anyone from this group, anyone right here. It's got to be the killer right here, standing in this room. I think it's Wes who's like, oh, yeah, how do we know, like, you're not the killer, Dewey, because, like, your wife broke up with you or whatever, and, like, you know, now you've gone through, like, some trauma or you've gone through depression or whatever, and now you're taking it out on, like, this new cast or whatever i forgot how he mentions it but dewey's like how do i know you're not the killer because that one actually hurt or whatever <laughs> or the girl behind yeah, this that is was like pretty Aw.
1: sad yeah um, maybe you're the killer because that cut pretty deep oh yeah, yeah that, that, that's the exact line yeah i was so sad i was like oh man it's okay oh uh, it's okay Dewey. you're gonna be all right oh shit he's dead <laughs> he his death was the most
0: brutal that's yeah. crazy when his death reminded me of han solo's where everyone, all the protagonists, this new cast, right? They're standing at a distance and he's like, I'll take care of this one. And Han Solo goes to Ben, to Kylo Ren. And then he, fucking dies. And then him going to Ghostface in the hallway. He's like, go, go, leave through the elevator. And I'm like, oh, so you just die here. Oh, come on, Dewey. Could have called a backup or something. Shoot him from that distance. I don't know. I do like that they have some things returned from the prior movies. There's a song that I always associate with this franchise. I think it's called The Red Right Hand. And it's always playing throughout these movies. I vividly remember it from the first and second. I'm sure it's probably in the third and fourth. But I remember it in those first two ones. They played in this one when uh, Stu, the guy who's related to Stu. He's in his car pissing behind the, the bar or restaurant. And his car is playing it. And I was like, I was doing the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Like, there it is. There it is. The yeah, there it is. <laughs> there's a song. I need mean, I that's not that song that song slaps you.
1: Overall it was a good movie. I like I really liked the um a couple of the points you made about like everything. <laughs> yeah, I think I think <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um uh, I mean overall it was a pretty good movie. I really liked like the psychosis thing. I honestly thought like for most of the movie, I honestly thought they were gonna go I like switch my idea to going the route of maybe it's going to be her as a killer. Mm. Like they're going to pull a pull a 180 and like, oh, oh God, her psychosis yeah. was making her be a killer. And I'm thinking if there's another Scream, I mean, Probably. it wouldn't be like Scream to do that. I mean, Scream always has a theme typically. Yeah. But like if they make another one, maybe they're going to go that route. Like it's her psychosis that's making her the killer.
0: Oh, now that you mentioned it, I forgot. There's a whole plot point where... Not plot point, sorry, but there's a point in the movie where Richie is like, like, I forget what he was saying, but he was like, don't free your sister, and she's like, why not? This is before he was revealed to be Ghostface, and he was like, what if your sister's Ghostface? And for a second, I bought it. For a second, I was for like- Really? I was like- I never bought that. I, bought, I was dude, like, there's no <laughs> fucking way. I bought it, dude. I was like, oh my god. What's his sister's name? Tara? Tara? I was like, it's mm-hmm. Tara and Amber. That makes sense. Because I was like, Tara is mad at Sam for breaking up their family. Because remember, she says that she exposes to her mother, like, why never? Why didn't you ever say that Billy Loomis was my actual father? And that caused yeah. the, like her stepfather or whatever, like the actual father who thought that he was their father to leave because he didn't know that he wasn't their actual father. And that broke up the family and made, you know, uh, Sam and their mother estranged and she left leaving Tara. I was like, Tara is mad that they broke up their family, that Sam broke up their family. And Amber, in one of the beginning parts of the movie, she criticizes Sam for saying, no, she says that Sam was never around when Tara needed it, like needed help the most. And that Amber was there when she wasn't there and so when Richie was like oh you know your sister might be the killer I was like oh Tara and Amber are getting back at Sam for never having been there and Amber will be like I was there while you were never there I was more of a sister to your sister than you ever were and I was like oh my god it's them too! it's them too!" and then I don't know it was revealed to be a Richie and I was like that's still pretty cool but like I completely bought into it dude I was I was convinced. I do... One thing that I know a lot of people were, like, scratching their heads about, I guess, was the title of the movie. Because it wasn't, like, Scream 5. Or as some people call it... Scream 5 Cream. Because they replaced the S with the 5. Because Scream 4 did the thing where they replaced the E... No. The A with the 4. They were like, why is it not called Scream 5? And it makes sense. Kind of in a meta way. Because in the movie, Dead Meat makes a cameo.
1: Yeah, I was about to say uh, Dead meat. Fucking um, love
0: that guy. They made a. I wonder how that, how that even works. Like, do you think? I'm sure they were just. I'm sure they only filmed that small segment. That's that's insane, dude. That's wild, dude. They... <laughs> when he does the kill count for this, he's gonna be like, "I'm the two best actors in the fucking movie right here." Yeah, the two best actors were
1: me, motherfuckers. But uh, I lost my complete train of thought. Oh, they. Oh, explained... So it's kind of weird. Uh, oh, yeah. I just want to mention, this is Scream 5. Yeah. But they're on Stab movie 6. 8? <laughs> yeah. Or, or is it 8? No, it's 7. It's 7. We're both wrong. We're both oh, 7? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're both I think one of them.
0: Seven. I think it's in Scream 4, they mentioned that Stab 5 is stupid because Stab 5 has time tra- travel. <laughs> what the hell? Really? Yeah, because uh, cause they say that only the first three Stab Movies are based off of the first three Scream movies. Like, the events. Yeah. that like they needed to make more sequels so they just ran out of ideas and the later sequels are just so stupid <laughs> um, and that's how they justify uh, in Scream 4 because Scream 4 is all about remakes that's how they justify remaking a franchise because sequels get out of hand I don't know if you remember the opening for Stab, Stab for Scream 4 I know some people kind of criticize it where it's like an opening within an opening within an opening do you remember that where it's like a fake out and it's like actually you're watching stab six or yeah. stab five or whatever and then it's like actually you're watching yeah. stab seven. Um, I I've heard some people criticize that opening. I like it because it makes sense to me because Scream 4 is all about remakes and the whole point that uh, they use that opening to justify the need for a remake because it's showing how absurd sequels can get to the point where franchises don't make sense. So that eventually leads to you just remaking and restarting the franchise from scratch. And I was like, hey, that's pretty clever. That's like, that's pretty smart. I like that opening. I don't know why I had to bring that into this discussion, but I just remembered about it. Speaking about openings, this is the only opening where the main chick survives. The The chick from the opening, she survives. Because they always oh, die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's I just interesting. I was like, oh, yeah. And she plays
1: kind of a major... Uh, part of, of the story. Yeah. It. I did not expect her to survive. I didn't think like, she was going to survive. Like... It's kind of hard to explain the abuse she goes through. Oh, and no. she looks... <gasps> I just want to mention, she looks way too good Dude. after... What when, she went through. When, like, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. like, in terms of her wounds, she yeah. <laughs> she would not look like that. She would look a lot worse physically.
0: Dude, the movie started off so brutal. Ghostface, like, steps on her yeah. ankle. Uh, he
1: snaps her neck. Uh, not her neck, her he legs. He snaps her ankles. Yeah,
0: remember? Like, yeah, if he snapped he her
1: it. neck, the movie would have ended pretty quickly. <laughs> no, yeah. it's really brutal. And, like, again, she would not look, like, that physically capable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: If that if it was real.
0: Yeah, I I do like how the movie I do like that Ghostface didn't go immediately to what's your favorite movie. He was playing it up like it might have been like like a wrong caller or whatever. Or like someone oh, else. Oh yeah,
1: that was kinda cool.
0: And he was like, Oh hello, is like so and so home and you had like a whole conversation of Oh, okay, Ghostface, I see you sneaking your way in. Um and I like how when he asked like what's your favorite scary movie? In most of these it's all about slashers. And she hit him up with the Baba Duke. Yeah. He's like, damn it. He was like, damn it. I can't, like, play off, like, a stabbing or something. They don't stab people in that movie. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about the opening. Not the opening, sorry. The title. I forgot to mention it. Uh, Dead Meat and his cameo. He was saying how. Or they were mentioning how. It's stupid to call the new stab movie just simply stab and not put a number after it. And yeah, they, they mentioned it. Yeah, and. And th- the only reason why. They do that is because requels do that, because the new Halloween movie, Pride of Halloween Kills, was just called Halloween, the 2018 one, when it's when it's like, a, when it's being a direct sequel to the first one, and then Candyman also did that. Candyman just called itself Candyman, like not Candyman, yeah something else, like not Candyman Four, and this is a direct sequel to the original Candyman. So this screen movie What's is... the
1: uh, what's the I forget, what's the new child's play, um with Chucky? What's the new series called? Just Chucky. Is it, yeah, see it's just called Chucky. Yeah. So so they like just... even though I don't I don't think that's a requel, is it? Mm. I think that's like a different story.
0: Yeah, no, I it's still continuing the story of the main movies. But like like the but the point is still there, you know, that they just call it like what the original was called. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, that makes sense. But, like, you also didn't have to do that. Scream 4 is meant to be a remake of Scream. And so, like, if you look at the Halloween remake, it's just called Halloween. So then, like, had Scream 4 also just called itself Scream? Like, there would have been three Scream movies. The way there's, like, three Halloween movies simply called Halloween. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I don't know. (laughs) It's too meta. (laughs) I think all the Scream movies are good except for the third one. So, I'd say binge watch. All of them, except for the third. Or maybe watch the third. Or just watch the third kill count. The kill count for the third one. I think that's the way to go. Uh, I'll rank my ghost faces. I'll rank the ghost faces right now from all the movies. So that question that I asked you last episode about, like, when we did our trivia, like, how many ghost faces are there? There were seven. Now there's nine. At the bottom, I'd say Roman Bridger from Scream 3 sucks. Sydney's long-lost brother or some stupid bullshit like that uh yeah. the eighth ghost face would be Charlie pretty cool character but like meh ghost face number seven would be uh uh amber amber yes amber yeah I, I would agree with that it'd be amber she's kind of cool I guess as ghost I mean post as, ghost face like as
1: ghost face Post like post reveal, she was yeah, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, she went nuts. Uh I like I liked her death, dude. That they like smashed hand sanitizer over her and basically yeah, burned she's her. She's like, a
1: fucking hand sanitizer? By the ways, I like
0: that there's slight nods to the fact that COVID exists in this world without overly saying it. I don't know if you picked up on that. Did you? Manage? Yeah, like
1: the the hand sanitizer. Yeah, be I mean, masks. there wasn't really masks. No, there were
0: there were a couple masks around. I don't know if you
1: noticed that. Oh, were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't. I, I actually didn't notice that. that. Uh, I think I'm so blind to it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a second nature now. Not not that a, not that a lot of the people were wearing him. I don't think a lot of people were actually wearing it at all in the in the movie itself. But I would I, I would notice every now and then a couple laying around like in the households and whatnot. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's one way to like acknowledge it, I guess. They are um,
1: probably, like... Uh, some of them were probably just from the shoot. They forgot to, like, edit them out or something. Oh, probably. And they probably kept it in,
0: like, yeah, It's it's in world, I guess. <laughs> Yeah.
1: It's canon. I don't think there's any way there's you can It's not stupid, like, fucking Halloween. Oh, I got COVID six times, and I'm fine.
0: Oh, that, that was the uh, Paranormal Activity movie that did that.
1: <laughs> oh, it was the Paranormal? New- yeah, I thought it was Halloween.
0: No, the new Paranormal Activity movie. There's a character that said, um... Yeah, I got COVID like six times. It's fine, I'm already immune to the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I do like I think there's no way movies cannot ignore COVID anymore. I think I think just just acknowledge it. Like Halloween Kills, it's gonna take place this year. Like it takes place the year the Halloween that it comes out in. So COVID's gonna be like a major part of that one. But anyways, back to my listings of ghost faces. Uh nine Roman, Bridger, eight, Charlie. Seven, Amber. Post Ghostface reveal. She's pretty cool. Pre-Ghostface reveal, she's basically almost not even a character. I did not even remember her being a character until like they went to her house. And Yeah,
1: she for a bit there, she just kinda disappears.
0: Yeah, yeah, she she really did. Sixth spot, I would put
1: Mickey from Scream 2. Post
0: again, kind of like Amber post Ghostface Reveal. He's pretty cool. Pre-Ghostface um, but upon rewatch, you do see him, like if you. All I, what I like about the screen movies is that like post, like having watched the first time and knowing a lot more about like who's the killer and whatnot. A lot of these actually work you start upon. catching on to things. Yeah, and you can see them like doing slight things
1: in the background. So instead, yeah, I, the big thing that I notice is at the beginning, she clicks a link that the killer sends her, oh, and yeah, you, you really notice it's. This. I I noticed that immediately. It's not a video call. They treat it like a video call but it's just an an image file like it is a video that's already been recorded
0: and it's of Amber who would easily be able to replicate that if she needed
1: to. Yeah. So, and it, yeah. but I was like but then for a second I was like wait that means there has to be two killers cuz Amber is obviously, you know, one of them but somebody needs to be recording.
0: Yeah, or she could have set up the video and like, you know, edited out the part where no, she No, cuz like, there was a hand
1: in the video like oh. it was moving.
0: Oh yeah yeah. Like okay.
1: the it was zooming in and everything, so that that was the first thing that tipped me off. And the moment I knew that uh, Richie was a killer was when they, when he got cut but not killed by Ghostface.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like because Ghostface had killed everybody up until now. Yeah. And for him to be the first person not to be killed immediately, it was like mm. instant instant red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't. Also, pick up he, he he also got cut in the arm. And passed out. Like, <laughs> we, yeah, Like yeah. every other character has had, like, gruesome injuries and kept going. But he gets cut in the arm and just passes out. Yeah, he's like, I'm not a chief. I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I can't do this shit anymore. But, yeah, uh, but, any, but what I
0: was saying with Mickey is, upon rewatch of Scream 2, there's a point where they're looking at the camera footage of the cameraman that Gale was working with. And then someone's projecting new footage that... The cameraman didn't, like, at all shoot. And at the end, it's revealed that Mickey is, like, right, the killer of Scream... One of the the killers of Scream 2. And upon rewatch of Scream 2, you notice Mickey has this handheld camcorder in his hand. But, like, attention's never brought to it. But upon rewatch, you're like, wait a minute, this motherfucker's been recording this whole time. And it's really cool. And I I like when Scream movies do that. Um, And I think upon rewatch of this one... We might notice interactions between Amber and Richie that we probably would have never otherwise like noticed. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, but that's that's number six. That's Mickey. He's fine. Um, my top five I think are like like the gold standard. Number five I have to put Jill from Scream Four. I'm sure you remember Jill. She's the one that went absolutely hard once she was revealed to be Ghostface yeah she's she is the top five ghost faces are the ones that i would not want to piss off at all because they are they are psychotic as hell dude i remember jill poured her boyfriend trevor they brought him out and like he had cheated on her so in response he sh- she shot him in the balls <laughs> do you remember that I think I rem- yeah i think i remember and that, then she yeah. has him there screaming for like a minute or so before she like shoots him in the dome She's crazy. And then she like in order to stage the whole thing, she like smashed. Man got headshot shit on her twice.
1: Head. Huh? Man got headshot twice. <laughs> yeah, he did. He really did. But I
0: like in order to stage shit, like she she would smash it over her head, she'd run into walls, she'd stab herself, she'd like yeet herself onto glass tables and stuff.
1: Yeah, and she was like, committed. She was,
0: and I was like, this is one chick I do not want to piss off. Holy shit. Um, she'd grab other people's hands and, like, rip out her own hair with them. Like, Jesus. So, she's number five. Number four, I gotta put Richie. Richie's fun. As the character, both pre-Ghostface reveal and after Ghostface reveal. I think that's great. I think he's amazing. I like the moments, like, like you, you see that he's clearly lost it. Where he's, like, going upstairs laughing maniacally. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, these guys are psychos. That's number four. Number three is Mrs. Loomis from part two I think she's she's also psychotic and I do like that upon rewatch you can see her like in the background like, like hey Mrs. Loomis what are you doing in the background she's crazy and I think obviously top two stew. and Stu, I don't think those can be beat those guys are
1: natural psychos the originals yeah, the yeah. OGs
0: that's my rankings of all nine ghost faces I know with the success of Halloween they ended up doing a Halloween kills and eventually Halloween ends I hope they don't make another scream movie as much as I liked this one, I think they need to wait for the next trend in franchises. Oh, to, definitely. To like be to then have a meta commentary on whatever that next trend is going to be. Um I don't want them to just make another. And if they do make a sixth one, what I would love to have as the returning cast would be the daughter Billy Lumus, Sam, obviously. She's got to come back and deal with the psychotic tendencies that her father passed down to her. Randy's niece and nephew they've got to be supporting characters they got to be the the new cast the new trio those three
1: uh, Sam's sister Tara and then if you want so could... I think I think he's the first uh, the first guy to refuse sex in the entire scream franchise oh yeah that's like right. the first teen at least he's like uh you may be the killer <laughs> I'm gonna stay down here with the rest of the people yeah and she gets like unnecessarily angry
0: Yeah, that's yeah. That is true. I never thought about that. You almost never. He was like like
1: actually smart. I mean, he still ended up getting mortally wounded. No, he somehow survived. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know how.
0: Um, but that's true. I mean, not just scream, but like horror movies, like slashers in general. You never see that. And he was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I'm trying to be smart here. I don't want to die. No offense, but you might or might not be the killer. And you asking me to go upstairs alone with you, just trying to watch out for my own back. Um, yeah
1: no he was actually like one of the smartest people there i like that. and then he throws it away completely when he gets a random text with her with her phone like oh come here without another word whatever yeah um but i did that moment that that, 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 like slight moment of genius i like
0: that he wasn't like a stupid jock the way they portray like like yeah and he he wasn't a dick yeah, he like wasn't. he wasn't
1: a dick. That's that he was, was like a comple- completely normal dude. It was kind of refreshing. He was likable. <laughs> Him and yeah, his he was sister was actually
0: likable. Him and his sister were both likable, dude. I had so much. Fun. I just...
1: His sister was more of a like asshole than he was.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But even then, I I liked her. I liked her banter with Amber. Oh no, yeah,
1: no, she was good when
0: they were yeah. downstairs, and they're like, "Oh, you only came downstairs alone. Like, you know not to do that in a horror movie." Like, how do you know I'm not the killer? And Amber's like, how do you know I'm not the killer? And, and looking yeah, back, on am like, the hey, one, that's kind of sus Amber. Um, now that I think about it, uh, one interaction between Amber and Richie that I do remember is when they go to Amber's house. Like, if I were in their situation and I'm trying to survive a, a scream like murder spree, I think the more people around you, the better. Cause there's usually like two. Yeah, yeah. When she
1: told everyone to go home, that was yeah.
0: weird. I was, she Amber was like, "Everybody home!" And then Richie, he was at the door. I don't know if you remember, and he's like, "Come on, everybody, let's go!" Like he was. Oh yeah. He was in line with her, like making sure everybody left.
1: Like what? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want like as many people as possible around?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. And so I can not not thinking back on it, I can see both of them like kind of working but like you know not like making an obvious it's interesting I, th- I just thought of that i just remembered that right now they had they had something that i just remembered on the on the mantelpiece for one of the fireplaces they had i don't know if you noticed they had a stab box set of all the stab movies
1: oh uh, yeah i i you mentioned that after the movie i didn't notice it but it was funny when I you know was... when you, you mentioned it after yeah it's they're they're like me they're horror
0: fans i have box sets of horror franchises and it made me realize like Damn, I would love a scream box. That'd be pretty fucking dope. Having Gus faces like oh, yeah. face on that, and it's all the, all the scream movies. That'd be that'd be great. Definitely better than Halloween Kills. I've seen people compare it to Halloween Kills, and I don't know. There's no need to compare the two, but definitely better. I'd say better than most horror movies from last year. Like better than the Conjuring movie. Better than Spiral. Better than a lot of them. Oh wait, you gotta talk about your balloon. On we went opening night, I, I ended up going home with a balloon <laughs> with a little ghost face on it. I thought when I saw the balloon I was like, Oh my god, I didn't know they sold fucking ghost face balloons. And then when I held it in my hand, I was like, Oh someone just threw a fucking face on a balloon. Anyone can do that. And apparently and I know they do this sometimes for like uh like like opening nights of certain movies, like they'll give shit out and they had a table with a bunch of like space balloons and i didn't i i should have turned but like in my excitement i didn't notice that they that they were probably might have been like handing out posters or something
1: um, they definitely were i i thought so what i thought you already one of those posters they didn't have any by the time at cuz we i noticed that at the end of the movie
0: once it once the movie had ended and we were walking out they didn't have any posters left they just had like other random shit that oh, really? was related to scream yeah but, but okay, so I need, I need to mention this before we, if we do trivia or not. The marketing for this movie was insane from what I've heard. I So I knew that the marketing already was insane as it is. But, like, apparently it goes deeper than I, like, thought. So there's a lot of aspects to how they try to market this movie, which is clever. It's It's so clever, dude. Everything about this movie is clever. So one of the first things they did that I attended, which I didn't know was part of the whole marketing, was... You know how Fandango will, like, do those events where they, like, have the anniversaries of certain movies and, like, show them in theaters for, like, a day or two? They did that for the original Scream last year around, like, October or November, I forget when. And that was because the movie that this one mainly focuses on is the original, so they wanted to get audiences, like, acquainted with the original movie, so they had the original movie play... To make sure, like, like make sure they played it before this one would come out, which I think was clever. Another thing that they did was they had the Scream House open up on Airbnb for you to rent out a night, which is amazing. And I tried to, I tried so hard to get the Airbnb for this, Alex. I was like, because I think you could bring four people over, and I was like, okay, Alex, you and me, and if like two others, we can invite to this. This will be insane. We obviously didn't make it, but I looked up some YouTube videos of the people that did, like, get the Airbnb for Scream, which, from what I've heard, was only, like, $5 or so. Like, it was insanely cheap. Um, Oh, wow, really? And for the house, they they did their best to try to recreate it, like, as 90s as possible. So they had a bunch of 90s snacks, like, the old-fashioned popcorn that you used to cook, like, on the stove and stuff. I'm sure you can still do that nowadays, but they had all the they had all the scream movies on VHSs so you so you'd be able to binge watch the series but like you know on VHS like like in the old 90s days i guess that's um, cool and the in the
1: scream house
0: in the scream house oh um, and i'm like damn that i wish i i tried so hard to get that airbnb dude i know zed meat was able to stay at their house cuz they have a whole scream tour of the whole place that's part of their marketing, right? Getting the Airbnb out. I know. Yeah. I know um, on TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but I I know about this because on my inter- on my Instagram Explore page, page on my internet on my page on my I can't talk this episode. Are you okay? <laughs> on my Instagram Explore page, um, people will, like post TikToks or whatever on there and. Apparently, uh you know that annoying female voice that they always have like in TikToks or whatever. Uh you have yeah. the, there's an option to make that Ghostface's voice, which is pretty cool. And I I almost got TikTok just to hear that and like maybe record like an intro for this using like like an AI Ghostface voice, but like it sounds pretty cool. Also apparently on TikTok, again I was not able to confirm this cuz I don't have TikTok. But they have a character in universe from Woodsboro like posting stuff. Like I don't know if that makes any sense. Like like the chick will be like like she'll post a TikTok of being like, Oh, it's like the anniversary of the stab killings or whatever. Like like it's like like she lives in that world and she's posting oh, TikTok cool. from there. And it's pretty cool. And I was like, Oh my god, like like that that's insane. And like they had they had so many like like, this marketing has so many levels, like, like, they went out of their way, they provided a lot of interviews for people that, like, normally don't get interviews, like, a bunch of YouTubers and stuff, and a bunch of the YouTubers were, like, quizzing them of, like, alrighty, well, because, like, we don't know how to do interviews, so some of them were just quizzing them on, like, horror knowledge, like, that scream, I guess, or whatever, um, I know, and I mentioned this yesterday in the, on our Snapchat group chat, um, they have teamed up. The movie studio that makes, uh, that made the new *Scream* movie, they have teamed up with the creators of *Among Us* to provide a Ghostface yeah, <laughs> character that you could use. And I, um, there was a video that I watched of the actors. So like the guy who played Richie, whose name is Jack Quaid, and the guy who played the Jock, um, I think his name's Jason Gooding. They were playing with a bunch of YouTubers *Among Us* to kind of promote the Ghostface kind of invading *Among Us*. And I was like, that's pretty cool. And they're like, and some of the YouTubers are like, yeah, man, like, Scream's like Among Us because you don't know who's sus. <laughs> and, like, like... like I'm that, sure he loved that. Yeah. um, But, like, that's the tip of the iceberg for their marketing for Scream. Like, like, I've heard that it is insane. Like, they were giving out, like, ghost face masks to, like, YouTubers who would, like, every now and then mention Scream. Like, they would give out, like, uh, hoodies... And shit, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is so cool! That is so dope!" Like they would have QR codes everywhere, and like there'd be like little ghost face everywhere and shit. Like, like, like the the marketing team understood the assignment. So, like that is fascinating. That's fascinating to me. That's insane. Um, I'm sure there's a lot that I've missed about their marketing, but I feel like I had to acknowledge that because that was pretty cool. I'm still mad I didn't get the Airbnb, but I guess I get to play as ghost in among us. Cool. <laughs> I have quite a couple questions already.
1: Alright. Let's do it.
0: Okay. Here we go. So I got a couple so since uh we just did a screen review and I actually had a lot of fun. I don't know about you, Alex, but I had a lot of fun doing the trivia, horror trivia last episode. Um, I have a couple questions for Alex. But this time the trivia is specifically uh A lot of the questions are specifically about Scream movies. Probably mostly about the first Scream, but, um... Here's the first question for you, Alex. In what... In which fictional town... This might be a bit hard, but... I mean, we just watched... I mean, you already watched, like, three Scream movies, so you might know this. In which fictional town does Scream take place in? right, I already forgot. (laughs) I'll give you options. I'll give you options. Um... And then I'll see if you can choose one from these options. So the, your options are Lake, Wilbagen. Let's read. Actually, let no, I me mean, let me cross that. Out. Your options are <laughs> Sunny. <laughs> your options are Sunnydale, Woodsboro, or Gainesville.
1: Woodsboro, Gainesville. Yeah,
0: you know I'm Gainesville? not that
1: stupid. Do you know about Gainesville? No. Gainesville is
0: actually what Scream, the real life murders that Scream is based off of.
1: What? Really? So I thought it was just a meme.
0: It adds a meta, it, it adds another meta element to Scream, because the Stab movies are based off of Scream. So in the Scream universe, the town of Woodsboro and their killings are like the Gainesville for our world. And it adds another layer, because like the Stab movies are then the Scream movies of that universe. I don't know, it's it's meta as hell, huh. but, but yeah. Okay, you got this question wrong in the trivia last time, but let's see if you get this right. Name the two killers of the original Scream movie.
1: Billy and Billy Loomis and, Shit, what's his name again? I always forget the second guy. Uh, uh Stu. Stu, yeah. I don't know why it's that name just doesn't stick in my head yeah, for some reason. Don't register. <laughs> Um. uh, in
0: the beginning of the first scream movie, the main chick, right? She's make uh, when she gets called by Ghostface. What? What is she making?
1: In the original?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Popcorn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is she, are they making popcorn in the scene too? I don't remember.
1: Uh no, I don't think so.
0: Okay. Okay. Since we brought this up a couple times, and it was it's pretty obvious i guess or maybe not um this one might be easy maybe not who directed scream wes craven yeah i thought you may or may not get that one but yeah uh okay all the scream movies uh they have a meta commentary on an aspect of a franchise what do all five scream movies comment on or what are they meta about
1: Horror movies, right?
0: Yeah. Well the first one's specifically horror movies.
1: And then uh, I mean mm, I don't remember the second one, but I know it's horror movies, sequels. Yeah, that's the second sequels. one. Wait, it's the sequels? The yeah, second one? Second
0: one's about sequels because it is a sequel in and of itself. So just follow that follow that train of thought.
1: And then, so that must be the third one. I haven't seen the third one, but I was assuming it's about trilogies. Yep. The fourth one. But you watched that I one. I did see. Yeah, yeah. I did, but it's been a while since I watched that um, one.
0: Came around 2011. It was the trend in horror at that time. 2000. Oh, what's
1: in that? Like the shit ton of sequels? The remakes?
0: Yeah, remakes. And, I mean, and
1: then so. this one, Requels.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Revivals, yeah, it's pretty obvious.
0: Um, that's all the questions I had for you. So,
1: I <laughs> hey,
0: yeah, I I think you got them all right. I didn't even take count of them, but yeah, that's yeah. I I like. I'll, I'll be honest. I like these trivia, these stupid trivia questions. Yeah, and they're fun. I think we should do this again sometime. Have Enrique on do trivia again. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah, I'm done.
0: Um, that's it for Scream. That's our reviews on Scream Scream Five, Scream Twenty Twenty Two. Uh, I don't know what the next episode Oh well the next episode's gonna be whatever Enrique chooses to do it on. I hope it's something good. I genuinely hope it's on something. It probably good. will be. I I can't believe I was gonna have us actually do I know what I still don't know what she did last summer. I came this close to winning, dude. I came this close to winning. I was like, I'm gonna make Alex sit do this fucking movie. Um, fucking
1: hate that movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, you know I hate that fucking movie.
0: Yeah. Um. Other than that, uh, see you guys on the witching hour. Any last words?
1: No. Good movie. Go watch it. Do you want to treat about yourself?
0: it? <laughs>